king of all. Today, several of your fellow students are in Colorado being interviewed to see if they will be missionaries on a college campus after graduation. We had about 10 or so students apply to be missionaries, and whether any of them are accepted and, and say yes, for me what's important is that they, what's powerful to know is that they were willing to put off maybe graduate school, to put off a career, in order to declare with their lives what is most important. It's fitting that we put God first. The God who created everything. The God, the, the title for today is King of the Universe. You know, like God, God created everything, including you and I. That God holds all things in his power. We can rightly say Jesus Christ is king. However, what he wants most of all is to be king of our lives. It's a response, it's a door that only you and I can open. What, is it, what does it mean to be king? In our first reading from 2 Samuel, when David is declared king, they say, You shall shepherd my people Israel and shall be commander of Israel. So to, make, to choose to make Jesus king of my life is to recognize that he wants to shepherd me. He wants to provide for me. He wants to guide all things for my good. What does a shepherd do? He cares for his sheep. But also commander, commander of Israel. That he's, he's guiding all things. That, that he wants to guide his subjects for their good. That he wants to command or guide, lead me in a way that's, that's, that's good. And so when I, when I choose to follow him, I, I'm, I'm giving him command of my life. When I, when I make Jesus the center of my life, I say, all right, Lord, you're in charge. And it's fitting to do that because what does he want? He doesn't need me, but his, what he desires is my good. He wants my happiness. The problem is, I don't know what makes for my happiness. I, I want to be happy, but he knows what will make me happy. And so, Jesus is God. Jesus is king. Well, if, if that's true, then how come, how come I don't always experience his kingship in my life? If he's the prince of peace, how come I don't always experience peace? If he's God, how come things aren't going so well? On one hand, it, I think it becomes an opportunity to make an act of faith. So when my, when my classes are not going well, and the finish line's in sight, do I still trust that he has all the power? Do I trust that he's governing all things for good? Do I trust him? When, when my family situation is, in, instead of going up, it's going down, do I still have faith that he's moving all things for good? 
Do I believe that he's still king? Does he still have the power? Can I trust that? We are given a very interesting reading today for Jesus Christ, king of the universe. And we are given the gospel of his crucifixion. Isn't that interesting? It is one place where they say, this is the king of the Jews. But it also shows us what kind of king he is. He's different. Yes, yes, he governs all things. Yes, he has all things in his power. But he governs in a way that's very different. And so you and I are left with a decision. And the decision we're left to make is shown by the people next to him on the cross. There's two criminals. The first criminal turns to Jesus and says, Are you not the Christ? Save yourself and us. If you're truly God, then make this work out. There's something within all of us that when things are not happening according to my will, I get really mad at God. Like, God, it's really, I want to trust you, but let me tell you why it's hard to trust you. And so what does the criminal ask? But he, he, wants, he, he wants to be taken down. Make it stop. Which is very human and very understandable. It's, yeah, it's a way of saying, if you're not doing things my way, you must not be king. But something different's happening. The second criminal recognizes something. That this king, this one with power, does not run away when his subjects are in danger, but runs towards us. That he doesn't stand aloft and removed from suffering, but he freely chooses to enter into it with us. That this king is so good and so humble that he chooses to go where us, his beloved, go. That rather than run, he unites himself to us. That's really love. We had our, our Newman Knight speaker this week talked on helping students in distress because there's a lot of depression, anxiety around us. And so how do we handle that? And, and one of the things she said that was so obvious and clear but helpful is that, that it's important to express it because we want to know that we're not alone. And so we express it to our friends, we go to a counselor, but ultimately to express it to God. Like, God, do you not care that I'm suffering? And Jesus' response is, I'm right here with you. With my power, with my peace, moving everything for good. And so the second thief says, hold on, have you no fear of God? Indeed, we have been justly condemned. For the sentence we received corresponds to our crimes. But this man has done nothing criminal. Then he said, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. He replied to him, Jesus replied to him, Amen, I say to you, today you will be with me in paradise. The second criminal doesn't want to be taken down. He wants to be taken up. 
Jesus, remember me. Jesus, help me to know that you're with me. What does he do? He, he's opening the door like, Lord, I need you. I can't do this by myself. Jesus, help me to know that this difficulty that I'm going through is not in vain. Help me to know that even though I feel like it's all falling apart, help me to know that with you, it's actually falling into place. Help me to know that you're guiding all things in the universe to be rightly and justly ordered, that it's for my good. And so that's the choice to acknowledge Jesus. I don't know if you're king. I want it to stop and I want to go the other way. Or Lord, I trust that you're king and I ask you to just help me and help me to know that everything is being used for your glory and my good. In 1891, there was a, a boy born named Miguel in Mexico. And later on, rather than marrying one of the girls who liked him or taking over his father's business, he chose to leave everything and follow Christ as a priest. But by the time he was ordained a priest in Mexico, Catholicism was illegal. Priests were not allowed to wear clerics in public, they were denied the right to vote, and they were not allowed to comment on public affairs. <coughs> And so in this place where Catholicism is illegal, he would, um, he would put on a, a homeless disguise and go minister to the poor. He would uh, he put on a police officer uniform and he would go into jail and bring communion to prisoners. And he, would, he also had a really nice suit with a, a fresh flower that he would wear. And he would go to the rich neighborhoods where he would ask for help for the ministry. But one day he was, he was caught, arrested, and on November 23rd, 1927, he, he walked from his cell, he blessed the soldiers, he kneeled down and prayed. And he refused a blindfold and chose to face the firing squad. And he stood there with a crucifix in one hand and a rosary in the other. And he held his arms out in the form of a cross. In the same image as his king. Who chose to suffer and to be with him. Because Miguel knew something. He knew what Revelation says. Revelation says there is nothing to fear. I hold the keys of death. To the one who wins the victory. Who keeps my ways till the end. I will give authority over the nations. I will acknowledge him in the presence of my father and his angels. I will give the victor the right to sit with me on my throne. And he stood there. And his last words were, Viva Cristo Rey. Long live Christ the King. And the government took a picture of that. And they put it on the front page of the paper the next day because they wanted to instill fear in all the Catholics who were hiding and doing things illegally. illegally. But it actually had the opposite effect. Because when the people saw that, they said, that's true freedom. That's putting Christ in the center. That's declaring Jesus is king of my life, no matter what anybody else says. And yesterday, we celebrated his feast day. Blessed Miguel Pro, one step away from being canonized a saint.
Either Jesus is king, moving all things for my good, with me in my suffering, or I'm alone. But Jesus shows that it's, it's not true. Even when it feels like it, he chooses to be with me. And you and I have the opportunity once again today to choose to trust that he's with me, that he's guiding all things. And then not only is he king of all, but I can choose today once again to declare him my king.